the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Now in its 34th year, your host of Dr. Health Radio is David Snow, who is a health expert but not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their area of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a medical condition that requires treatment, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Good morning and welcome once again to the program. Let's start with our nutrition tip of the week, color discrimination. Now, you know it's not good to discriminate based on a person or a, the color of a person's skin, but the skin of fruits and vegetables, ah, that's another story. If you want to be healthier, you need to discriminate between light and dark skin on your produce and food, that is. Basically, the darker and more colorful and more deeper pigmented uh, the uh, food is, the better. And, and that goes for your beverages as well. Uh, for vegetables, for instance, you know, spinach or romaine lettuce over just head lettuce, uh, uh, papayas and, and dark orange fleshed fruits over uh, more pale-looking ones. Choose sunrise over solo papayas if you're in Hawaii. Uh, you get the idea. And uh, this tip is also good for your eyes because dark pigmented eyes, and I have a story about the color of your eyes, but uh, that contains more eye nutrients to help you treat and prevent vision problems like the lutein and zeaxanthin. Those are compounds found in the pigmented foods that you're eating, the um, plant-based foods, fruits, vegetables, um, well, not only fruits and vegetables, but grains and seeds, nuts, etc., but uh, beta-carotene, for instance, phytonutrients. Okay, all right, uh, get off my uh, nutrition soapbox there and welcome you to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy, and we appreciate you making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. Today on the show, a doubleheader, two guests we have in the first segment, charitable giving, you know, a lot of giving um, to charities at this time of the year is to health-related organizations. So we'll have an expert, Michelle Wetzel, on in just a few minutes, talking about uh, what you should, what you need to know, and what you should uh, be aware of when it comes to giving to your particular charity that you um, want to support. Uh, some of them are, you know. Well, of course, there's a lot of scams at this time of the year. You know, at the giving time of the year, unfortunately, it's also the peak time for scams that involve, um, that involve donations. And uh, so we'll get into that. And then in the second half of the program, caregiving tips during the holidays. Alexandra Free joins us. Uh, she's the author of From Zero to Zen, 
a guide to help you thrive as a caregiver. And, uh, you know, especially at this time of the year, people are, well, uh, if you're a caregiver, you think of your loved ones, uh, the ones you're taking care of now, and how the holidays used to be when they had, uh, maybe they're, uh, they have dementia now or Alzheimer's and they don't have the memories of the previous year's holidays and uh, when you were growing up or uh, when they were younger uh, or, you know, before they became disabled, diseased, etc., uh, ill. So uh, we'll talk about that and uh, strategies to reduce the stress and the load off your, um, off your shoulders. And um, how about giving a gift for Christmas to uh, someone who is a caregiver currently? Someone that you know, that's a, probably a good idea. But anyway, oh, and she also has a master's uh, or a um, caregiver's master checklist. Uh, so we'll get some of those uh, points from her as far as uh, how to support caregivers as well as the people that are being cared for. Next week on Dr. Health, Dr. Greg Hammer joins us to highlight what happens to your mood as well as mental and physical health when you're not getting enough light. So we'll highlight low light. (laughs) Uh, Test the season to be sad, and that is the acronym, of course, for seasonal affective disorder, which millions of people are are affected by. Uh, That afflicts not only Americans, but anywhere that uh, is going to be, you know, uh, not close to the equator. I mean, uh, in the northern latitudes, it's a huge problem in certain European countries and countries all over the world uh, at this uh, this time of the year. uh, When uh, we're just a few days away from the first day of winter, the winter solstice, uh, which is the shortest day of the year in terms of daylight. And um, if you're especially sensitive to this, the lack of bright light during the winter months poses a huge health problem both emotionally, physically, and mentally. Plus, all of our regular features, of course, next week, 168 hours from right now, next Saturday morning. And a reminder, our show is rebroadcast tonight, 12 hours from the time you're listening to it right now, on the station you're listening to right now. Or you can go to to the website, drhealthradio.com, after next Wednesday, and hear the show all over again. A recent meta-analysis on Alzheimer's disease and dementia, this was published in the Journal of the Alzheimer's Association, found a connection between certain personality traits and the risk of dementia. The five big traits they studied were agreeableness, openness, extroversion, excuse me, extroversion, thinking of olive oil, uh, agreeableness, openness, and uh, or, um, conscientiousness, and neuroticism. Uh, So four out of the five are positive, one is negative. And what they found was that people who had low levels of the first four traits and a high level of neuroticism, well, they didn't fare so well. They had a higher risk of developing dementia over the long term. And this was the assessment of Dr. Joel Salinas, clinical professor and neurologist, and um, and that was at uh, New York University, who, by the way, I was a former guest here on Dr. Health some years ago. I used to know, uh, or I met him uh, personally. And Dr. Salinas went on to say that uh, certain lifestyle modifications can also decrease your dementia risk. Exercising regularly and eating a healthy diet, getting enough sleep, all the the lifestyle medication um, routines that we talk about every week taking care of your heart and blood vessels, of course, and having a strong social social support system. 
And he also mentioned the importance of engaging in mentally challenging or stimulating activities. And this last point might surprise you. Dr. Salinas said wearing a helmet during activities like biking, uh, because having a head injury of any kind carries an increased dementia risk. And speaking of biking, uh, while many of you may have a bicycle, being the snowman that I am, I, I just want to let you know that I ride an icicle. Uh, okay, no, no rim shot there, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, that, that's a good suggestion, actually, for a healthy Christmas gift for somebody. If you know someone who has a bicycle but does not have a helmet, what better gift to give them that's so, than uh, something that's going to protect their head? Because, as I always say, uh, if you're seriously injured, you can live with you can still live without a arm or a leg, but you can't live without your head. So, although some people, uh, you would think that they do the way they're, some people are so senseless, but that's another story. Anyway, uh, moving on in the news. Last week, if you were with us, we talked about the supporting stress and sleep with uh, certain supplements. And a brand new one on the market, which I did not mention, I didn't have it last week with me, uh, Regener Life. It's from Natural Factors. It's called Sleep Better. And it's a combination of melatonin, uh, and half of it is quick-released and half is uh, time-released because they found that a time-released melatonin keeps you asleep all all night long uh, better than taking just a, a quick-release uh, form of the supplement. And also L-theanine, which we talked about. That's an amino acid that helps relaxation, and it um, helps calm a busy brain, if you will. Also supports, um, well, it helps you quickly fall asleep as well and supports uh, stress release. And then it has 5-HTP. That stands for 5-hydroxytryptophan. It's a precursor to tryptophan, the amino acid, and that um, supports melatonin production. It also increases the time spent in your REM sleep. So this is a brand new supplement. Not all natural food stores have it yet, but they will. So ask for it. It's available at Abbey's Health and Nutrition for people living in the uh, Tampa, Florida area of our uh, broadcast zone. And um, and uh, most other stores will have it in the near future. All right. Oh, and also uh, speaking of Abbey's uh, for our Tampa, Florida listeners, they have gift cards. It's um, it, This is a great deal. Um, you give a gift card, get a gift card. So if you uh, give, a say, a $100 gift card, Abby's will give you a $20 bonus card, and that will be for you. Uh, a $50 card gets you $10 back, or a bonus card. And then even a $25 card gives you uh, 5 bucks back. So this offer is good till uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th. Uh, just stop by 14374 Dale, uh, North Dale Mabry in Tampa. And uh, that is Tampa's health health excuse me, health headquarters, Abby's Health and Nutrition, Better Health Through Education. All right, for Christmas, you know, I I, I don't know about you, but I know what I'm going to ask Santa Claus for. A phone that's just a phone. I already have a, an older flip phone. I just want a newer one. But I just want a new phone, not a personal assistant, GPS system, a shopping website, or a game console. I just want to talk, okay? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Okay, I'll get off my soapbox. And by the way, I'm not on Facebook, Instasham, Stinkton, or SickDoc, or is that TikTok? Oh, yeah. And I'm not on Zoom or Doom. <laughs> All right, uh, what color are your eyes? Most common color is brown, which we'll get into, but the rarest color is green. Did you know only 2% of the world's population 
a global population has green eyes, this according to the American Academy of Ophthalmology. And uh, here's the breakdown, if you're interested. Uh, look in the mirror. Well, everybody knows what they already have. But 45%, almost half of Americans have, have brown eyes. 27% have blue eyes. 18% hazel and 9% green eyes. So we have more green eyes here in America than they do worldwide. And it has to do with the amount of melanin in your iris and the iris of your eye that determines your eye color. All right, a couple other articles before we get on to our features. Um, what flavor is your toothpaste? Is it maybe peppermint or wintergreen? Maybe like the fruity? I've seen even bubblegum flavored toothpaste. But what about peanut toothpaste? Well, not peanut-flavored, but uh, here's a new peanut-infused uh, toothpaste, or a, a toothpaste infused with t- peanut proteins that could help an allergic reaction. This was uh, from the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. They said that um, adults with a peanut allergy did not have a reaction when exposed to peanut protein after they had used this toothpaste for, well, it was 48 weeks. That's almost a year. Uh, but, you know, that's one of the top eight food allergens, peanuts. And so if that helps you get over the allergy, that's uh, that's a good thing. And uh, for those of you who want to fake your uh, passport photos, <laughs> uh, eyebrows give you away. Suspiciously smooth eyebrows on a passport photo could be a giveaway that someone has doctored, if you will, the image to outwit those automatic face recognition devices at border crossings can be a sign that the photographs of two different people's faces have been merged together. Hmm. All right, let's go to the fitness file. All right, uh, adults with asthma, if you want to improve your lung function, might try mixing yoga with your breathing exercises and aerobic training. This is from the Annals of Medicine. The researchers looked at the effectiveness of five exercise interventions, including aerobics, uh, breathing, relaxation, and yoga training, and they found a combination more effective than conventional rehabilitation. So, again, a holistic approach is best. And uh, this comes from the book 100 Ways to Live to 100 uh, Activities. You know, exercise is kind of where you find it. Uh, You don't have to be an Olympic caliber athlete to uh, give your body a workout. A uh, few instances or examples of how much, how many calories you burn from different, uh, I'll just pick four or five of these uh, different activities. Ballroom dancing burns, a, for a man, about 300 calories. For a woman, over 200. Cooking, a man burns 234 calories. A lot of you are going to be cooking during the holidays. A woman, uh, 162 calories. This is uh, per hour, by the way. Uh, Cycling, that really torches calories. uh, 486 calories for a man, 351 for a woman. Even gardening, 300 calories an hour for a man and 220 for a woman. Jogging is the the one that's going to torch the calories the most. 756 calories for a man and uh, almost 600 for a woman. Jumping rope, close behind, 684 and 494. Uh, mowing the lawn by hand. And, you know, a lot of people, younger people, they don't even, they, I mean, you never see hand mowers anymore, you know, the ones without engines that you just push uh, uh, that uh, cut the grass by the physical force of pushing it. Um, I remember my years ago, my sister-in-law in Maui, uh, she was mowing her lawn, and this, uh, I don't know, 
12-year-old or 14-year-old uh, comes up on his bicycle and he says, what are you doing? What is that? And <laughs> she says, that's a push mower. And <laughs> he had never seen one before. You know, everything's powered and technological and everything. But uh, if you uh, have a lawn, if you're lucky enough to have a lawn, uh, try getting a, maybe that's a good Christmas present to yourself, a, a push mower. You burn more calories. Uh, 320 calories, in fact, uh, a man will burn per hour, uh, 250 for a woman. And then finally, uh, swimming, 630 calories uh, for man, 435 for a woman. Vacuuming, oh, <laughs> Two, uh, over 200 calories uh, a man burns, uh, vacuuming, and 160 for a woman. I remember I had fitness guru uh, Richard Simmons on many years ago. And, uh, you know, he had um, uh, what uh, sweating to the oldies was his, his uh, TV show and videos and everything. But uh, I, I made up something called vacuerobics and he didn't appreciate that. He said, let's let's stick to my <laughs> my, my routine, you know, the, the sweating to the oldies. Uh, he, he wanted to get me back on track. So vacuerobics. Uh, I, actually, we used to have radio aerobics uh, years ago on this program. Uh, where I had everybody get up from their chair, and maybe we'll uh, reintroduce that next year. Oh, and then finally, weight training, 350 calories for a man and about 250 for a woman. So um, everything you do counts. All right, let's go to matters of sexual health. Uh, This next study is for men, and um, it, it deals with sexual organ cancer. And although it's not common, something to be aware of, because even if it's less than a percent of the population that's affected, you're talking about thousands of men. And it might, well, it might just uh, motivate you to lose weight if you're obese. Obesity increases the risk of cancer of the penis. This uh, cancer, while rare in the United States and Western Europe, accounts for uh, almost 1% of all cancers um, and contributing factors include poor hygiene, the papillomavirus infection, HPV, smoking, and a University of Iowa study found that obesity increases the risk of penile cancer by 50%. Researchers compared uh, 266 patients with penile cancer with a control group of cancer-free males. And they found that obesity is linked to this cancer. So that's a motivation for you to lose weight. All right. And finally, in the Funny Bone Pharmacy, and uh, <laughs> we're just a little over a week away from Christmas Day. So here's some health-related holiday humor for you. What happens if you eat Christmas decorations? You get tinselitis. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, no. The rim shot comes. Uh, not tonsillitis. Tinselitis. Uh, why did the Christmas cookie go to the doctor? Oh, she felt crummy. Uh, hey, stop. <laughs> what do baseball and Christmas cookies have in common? Well, they both need the batter, right? And speaking of cookies, where do gingerbread people sleep? That would be under cookie sheets. And uh, speaking of gingerbread, uh, what do doctors give gingerbread people when they sprain their ankles? Well, that would be a candy cane. And... Uh, what gets served on Christmas but never eaten? Any guesses? The guests. And uh, finally, I'm getting uh, just a, a crack of a smile from my producer there. <laughs> uh, what do you call someone who's crazy about hot chocolate? And I, I noticed he was drinking hot cocoa before we got on the air. A coconut. So, uh, Mr. Producer, you're a coconut today. And what nationality is Santa? He's North Polish. Uh, and 
But wait, there's more. What do you call a house full of cakes and cookies? Deserted. And finally, last but not least, I mean least, what is a duck's favorite ballet? The Nutquacker. Okay, I've quacked enough. (laughs) Stay with us for our first guest who reveals the truth about certain charitable organizations. Are they scams or are they legitimate? We'll talk about that and much more as Dr. Health Radio continues. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Sorry, yogurt. Although you're high in calcium and protein, in the real world of potent probiotics, uh, well, let's just say you're not that potent. While many consume you thinking they're getting enough probiotic bacteria for good gut health, the fact is you yogurts can't compete with the medical strength probiotic like Theralac. Plus, you yogurts, well, most of you, have so much sugar and other ingredients that it defeats the purpose of eating you in the first place. So while we'll always be fond of you and other fermented foods, we want to make sure our listeners also take a potent probiotic like Theralac. That's because just one capsule of Theralac is equal to more than 200 cartons of yogurt in the beneficial bacteria that it delivers to the gut. And if your doctor advises you to just eat some yogurt after a course of antibiotics without a strong probiotic like Theralac, it can take up to two years to reestablish your healthy gut flora. Look for Theralac in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store or go to Theralac.com. When choosing a food supplement, what's most important to you? If you said safe, effective, contaminant-free, and non-GMO, 100% of the population agrees with you. So out of the thousands of brands out there, which one do you choose? Natural Factors is the healthiest choice. For over 60 years, family-owned Natural Factors has been committed to the quality of their products. Excellence in science and education, and caring for people and planet. And with over 900,000 square feet of manufacturing, Natural Factors is big enough to do it right. They are also one of the only companies to do it all. With their own certified organic farms, over 2,000 acres, their own extraction, encapsulation, laboratory and research facilities, plus a vast network of academic and scientific experts. From farm to shelf, you can trust Natural Factors to bring you the best food supplements available anywhere. And they're available at your nearest natural food store or go to naturalfactors.com. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Welcome back to the program. Hey, do you do it every weekend? Well, I'm talking about tuning into our show, of course. Every weekend, we bring you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, as we have for almost 35 years, and we appreciate you making us a part of your weekend. In this segment of the program, Michelle Wetzel is with us. She's going to be talking about charitable giving to not only health organizations, but uh, any organization that you uh, are uh, wanting to support or see fit to um, give money to, 
And uh, she's also the author of So You Want to Start a Nonprofit. We'll talk about that as well. And we'd like to welcome her to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Michelle. How the health are you? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for being there and doing what you do. And, uh, you know, it's the giving time of the year. And unfortunately, it's also the peak time for scams involving donations. A lot of people wanting to give donations to health-related organizations, you know, whether it's Easter Seals, American Heart Association, Arthritis Association or Foundations, um, Walk of Dimes, Red Cross, etc. So, uh, how did um, first of all, how did you get involved in this field of um, charitable giving? Well, it sort of happened organically. I just started volunteering when my children were younger, and um, I ended up on a few boards and then leading a few boards, <laughs> and so I've gained a lot of knowledge in the nonprofit industry. All right. Now, um, and has a lot of things, have a lot of things uh, shocked you over the years of doing the research and uncovering some of the information about these organizations as you, as you have, or are they pretty much all re- legitimate? What's, what's the ratio there? Honestly, I don't know. I'm sure that there are a lot of um, scam artists out there that are trying to uh, look like existing nonprofits and scam people out of their money so that you need to be very aware um, go to people the, the organization's website and maybe deal with local charities that you know mm-hmm. um, that that's one way to but but you know if you that. go uh, if you could go to their website I mean obviously they're not going to have any disparaging information that's going to affect your donation don't you have to are, are there any uh, policing organizations or uh, other um, uh, types of uh, groups that that have a um, kind of a they oversee uh, a lot of uh, the organizations that that are um, open to donation or how does that work? I mean, there are there are a few that you can find online guidestar.org g u i d e s t a r dot org. Um, for charity ratings, and you can see the 990s that charities have filed. Now, smaller organizations only need to file either a 990 postcard or an EZ form, so you won't find all of the details there if they're not large, um, making over, I think it's $200,000. But Charity Watch dot org and charity navigator dot org are also watchdogs. Oh, okay, so. good. Yeah, watchdogs. That's the figure. That's the uh, <laughs> term I wanted to that I was looking for in my mind. Uh, thank you. Okay, yeah. so charitywatch dot com. Yes. Okay. Dot org. I'm sorry. Oh, dot org. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Good. That's uh, those are two good resources for our listeners to uh, check out before they give a donation. Now. I think a lot of people are also mistaken uh, in their belief that nonprofit, uh, you know, just because of an organization is a nonprofit uh, concern, it means that people involved in that organization are volunteers and they don't get compensated or, you know, just a stipend, when in fact many of them are actually making huge salaries, especially those at the top of the charitable organizations. Can you comment on that? It's true, and the 990 will show how much is going to salaries 
uh, for the larger organizations, and you can see the disparity uh, maybe among um, the executive director maybe making ten times what the rest of the employees are making, mm-hmm. and so you can use your judgment as to whether that agrees with your beliefs and and what you want to fund, um, but you can see that some in some of these organizations it's quite a difference. <laughs> right, right. Now, do you find the bigger the organization uh, for charities that it's it's more top heavy, uh, kind of like uh, you know American corporations for profit uh, versus uh, smaller organizations that you might want to uh, contribute something to? Yes, and it's because of you know the money coming in and you need to also worry about whether the employees are making a living wage mm-hmm. because just because they're working for a nonprofit doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to afford rent and food. Yeah, sure. So, so um, y- you can look at that disparity, too. And, and otherwise, the people working for those charity organizations have to themselves <laughs> seek out another charitable exactly. organization to, and you, to get you a don't contribution. Want that. Yeah, no, no, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's the... There, that's the other side of the coin. Now, one one thing that I've had a problem with over the years, and tell me, give give us the details, the inside scoop about this, and that is, you know, I mean, not that I don't want to be, I mean, I don't want to be a Scrooge, even though I'm a snowman, but um, I, you know, I just, I, I remember decades ago, I gave to an organization that I believed in and wanted to support, and what they did and this was decades ago, even now it's it's like probably instantaneous, but, you know, they, they exchange mailing lists, and so, oh, this person contributed, so we'll, uh, you know, obviously they have a working relationship with other organizations in, in the charitable field, and so they sell your name or uh, exchange it with another organization, and so they know that you're more likely, if if you give to one organization, you're more likely to give to another, right? And so... Uh, how does that work, and um, and then is it the same for companies too? Because you know, once a company gives, then all these other companies say, "Oh, well, they give to that organization; uh, they'll probably be, you know, more likely to contribute to ours." Uh, can you speak to that? So the companies definitely are over asked. <laughs> you know, it used yeah, to right. be you could go to your local dry cleaner and ask for a gift certificate for a silent auction for your charity. And now all of them are being over asked for all of those Mm -hmm. things. So um, it's definitely harder. You definitely have to have an an in with, you know, the the owner or something in order for them to want to give or, or maybe something okay. that they, they really believe in. Now, what but, about individuals, though? I mean, uh, is that accurate uh, even now? Because I, I'll tell you, I, I uh, shunned away from giving because, because of that. I, I got bombarded, barraged by all these other organizations, uh, and I knew it was because you know nothing happened until I gave to that one right. concern, and then all of a sudden, the, the, uh, you know, everything uh, hell broke loose, and uh, everything was uh, uh, was oh, you know, asking me for this and that, and uh, you know, money or uh, goods or whatever. So, and and I I don't know about larger nonprofits 
and I can't imagine that they would choose to share their list. Oh, sure I can imagine it. I can imagine. Well, maybe if they're get, they're getting extra money for that. But all of the smaller nonprofits, the local nonprofits that I've worked for, are very protective of that information, and they don't want to share because they're vying for. You know, right, against it's a the competitor. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So many dollars. There's only so many dollars that people contribute. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple other questions because we're a little late for our bottom hour break. If someone wants to start a health-related charitable organization or just any type of charity, uh, does your book instruct a person how to do that? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, so, first, you want to start a business plan because a nonprofit is a business. So, create a business plan. Um, think about how you're going to name your organization, and there's a lot that goes into a name. In fact, I feel that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. that you can do. Um, Start to form your board, because the board is going to make all the decisions for the organization. It's required for a nonprofit to have a board, and the founder only has one vote on that board. I see. So, um, and and then you create a non-stock charter, incorporate, apply for your employer identification number, apply for your 501c3 status with the IRS, create your branding and your logo and your website. So there's a lot that goes into it. Okay. Now, uh, how can people get a copy of the book or if they want to just go to your website? What is it? My website is 501guide.com. Okay. And my book, So You Want to Start a Nonprofit, Now What?, is available on Amazon. All right. Great. Well, thanks for being with us, Michelle. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, maybe I'll, after talking to you, I'll, I'll contribute to some charitable organization this, <laughs> you this, <should>. this season. <laughs> okay. All Many right. are deserving. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you. All right. Uh, there goes uh, Michelle Wetzel. And here we go. Uh, but we'll be back momentarily with Alexandra Free talking about caregiving tips during the holidays. Her book, From Zero to Zen, A Guide to Help You Thrive as a Caregiver. Especially important at this time of the year when, um, well, you know, your uh, friends and loved ones or uh, any any person you're caring for, uh, you know, their holidays just aren't the same because of the fact that you have to care for them and they might be uh, not as mentally with it as they used to be or not as physically able as they once were. So we'll talk about that and self-care for caregivers. That's a very important topic as well. So stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. This holiday season, the turkey isn't the only thing that gets stuffed. (laughs) Everyone knows when we eat too much, gas and bloating are likely to follow. Even more trouble ensues when we combine too many rich foods high in fat and sugar. An antacid may bring a moment of relief, but there is a smarter idea. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics provide optimum digestive support with enough of the good probiotic bacteria to help us digest rich holiday foods. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at Sprouts, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and Natural Health Retailers nationwide. Also available online. 
Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Spry gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. Curcumin-rich theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin, the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it there snow. There it is, David Snow on your radio. Hey, we give you full frontal news, reviews, and interviews on all the information important to your health. And we appreciate you uh, staying with us. In this segment, Alexandra Free is our guest. Uh, She is the author of From Zero to Zen, A Guide to Help You Thrive as a Caregiver. And we welcome her to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Alexandra. How the health are you? Good morning, David. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Excellent. You know, I, I still don't believe you're 53 because we, we've had a couple conversations before we went on the air. But um, you, you look about maybe 33, but I, I know you were on television, and, and that's probably why. Have you had a lot of work done? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no. I work, I work behind the camera oh, in television, okay. so... Uh, yeah, no, you're sweet, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so give us a brief background of how you got into the caregiving field. I know, I know you had personal experience with it. Yeah, um, actually, I got into the caregiving field by um, accident, actually. my uh, I was living in Los Angeles, and my family, I'm from the East Coast, and at 4 o'clock in the morning, right before I was going on stage for a, a TV show, uh, I got a call that my father was in the hospital, Ooh. and I'm an only child, and this was really, like, in my life, in my world, my family just lived to be, like, in their 90s, and they would basically die of heart attacks in their sleep. I mean, it was just not in the cards for me uh, up until that moment to even think about caregiving. Like, it just didn't happen. My family right. just you know, didn't get sick with long kind of chronic, chronic illnesses. And then, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly I got a phone call. My dad was in the hospital. I needed to fly home. He wasn't going to make it. And, Ooh. um, 
he did make it, but it was seven months of me flying home every other week oh to be gosh. by his side. And wow. um, now, that, I knew nothing. You, you don't want to build up frequent flyers, flyer miles that way. Exactly. I know. I mean, I really, I, I, by the time I was done, I had hundreds of thousands of miles. Yeah, which, right. You know, I guess that's the good, the good part, the good news. Uh-huh. But um, I really wasn't prepared. I had no idea because, like I said, nobody in my family really had any long sort of illnesses where, um, you know, that could prepare me for something like this. So and, and, my, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, my father, he wound up in the hospital with a, a minor, he had diverticulitis. Oh, so okay. theoretically, it wasn't going to, you know, he was going to have an operation and he was going to be fine and life was going to go on. And that's absolutely not what happened. Oh. And we didn't have the legal documents. I didn't have, he, he did have insurance, but... You know, insurance runs out if you stay in a hospital and you don't leave and sort of reset your insurance. That's right. After 20 days, you know, you're you're starting to pay. And so by the time my father actually did pass away seven months later, he um, he had like six million dollars in hospital. What? Six million dollars. Oh, my gosh. And um, but honestly, like I. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I accidentally put him on life uh, life support. Um, I, that was not my intention, but huh. you know the doctors told me a certain procedure would be therapy, and it turned out not to be therapy, oh and it wound up. So it was just one of those situations where, like, I learned on the fly. I mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared. I realized what I needed in order to care for him and at you know when you need the documents if you don't have them you it doesn't matter like you can't be like oh okay let me go get the power of attorney well it's too late like you need to have it all beforehand so anyway it was sort of learning like you know um getting like a phd under fire and what happened while my father was in the hospital my parents were divorced they had been divorced for 30 years but while my father was in the hospital I started noticing, I was flying home every week or every other week to be by my father's side. I started noticing weird behavior from my mother, and it turns out that my mother had Alzheimer's, yeah. and we didn't, I didn't know it. Mm. And as unfortunate as it was that my father went through everything he did, it was fortunate in the sense of I knew exactly what I needed to do when my mom, when I started suspecting something was wrong with my mother. And we had no Alzheimer's in my, you know, a history oh, of Alzheimer's that's interesting. in my family. Okay. So I, w- I didn't know what I was witnessing. I just knew my mom, there was something wrong with my mother. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but because of that, I knew, it, because of my father, I knew exactly, like, the legal documents I needed and, you know, the medical information I needed. And I knew what long-term insurance I needed or long-term... Um, okay, so fast forward, you moved from Los Angeles back home to the East Coast? Back home to the East Coast to okay. care for my mom. And she had Alzheimer's for 10 years before she oh, passed boy. away. Oh, man. So, yeah, I, it was kind of like becoming a caregiver. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't in my cards. It wasn't even, yeah. you know, in my future as far as I knew. And then suddenly I was, you know, knee deep in it. And, um, yeah, and, I... And you're not alone, Alexandra, because uh, statistically over 50 million people here in the U.S. currently act as a role or in the role as a caregiver. 
to a family member or loved one. And that number is growing, as you know, with the aging of the population becoming older. Uh, it's only going to get worse. So uh, since we're just uh, days away from Christmas, the day when people want to give more gifts than, well, they basically give more gifts than any other day. I, I, I don't know about you, but I think what better gift to give a loved one uh, than your time and caring uh, you, because you're giving of yourself to fulfill their needs. So really caregivers are already giving the best gift they can possibly give to their loved ones, right? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, I can think of no more noble right. cause or noble thing to do than to care for, you know, a loved one that needs you. But I mean, there's also a lot of angst that comes along with That's that. Right. You know, it's not. Um, and then there's also not everybody had the best relationship with their parents or their loved ones. I mean, whomever they're taking care of. And there's often a lot of resentment that yes. comes along with caring for somebody who wasn't particularly good at caring for you. And um, I think everything gets compounded during the holidays because, yeah. you know, we have these preconceived notions about the holiday. I mean, the holidays are stressful regardless, oh, yeah. whether everybody in your family is healthy or not, or you had a good childhood or a bad childhood. I mean, there's so much pressure to perform on the holidays and there's such a, you know, an expectation of what the holidays are supposed to be like, you know, perfect Martha Stewart kind of Christmas. <laughs> That's and for sure. Hey, uh, Alexandra, if I could just stop you for a second. Uh, we need to take one last break of the hour so I can keep the lights on here in the studio and keep asking you questions. And when we come back, I want to ask you, that since the holidays conjure up memories of how our loved ones used to be before they were afflicted by whatever they're suffering from, uh, how do you deal with that? And also self-care for caregiving, uh, as well as you have a master checklist for caregivers. I want you to, I know you have a 22-page comprehensive guide, but if you could just give us three or four um, points on that. Much more information to come here on The Healthiest Hour on Radio with my guest, Alexandra Free. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Dr. Health returns right after this. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly 
strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects. And True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. Hey, you turn us on, we'll turn you on to good health. Thanks for staying with us. David Snow on your radio. If you're just joining us, Alexandra Free is my guest. She's the author of From Zero to Zen, a guide to help you thrive as a caregiver. Uh, let's talk about, uh, Alexandra, let's uh, discuss how self-care is so important. And is it the most neglected or overlooked aspect of caregiving, uh, you know, for the caregiver it's, uh, themselves? Absolutely. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I think as a caregiver, you're obviously you're, you're giving care, you're taking care of somebody else. And the more you give, the less you have. I know that sounds kind of silly, but it's in our culture, you know, we've got these you're caring for somebody else, you've got this to-do list, you're stressed out, you're exhausted, and our natural inclination is to, you know, if we're stressed out because things are piling up, we try to do more, we add more Mm -hmm. to our to-do list. And the more that we're putting out, and if we're not filling ourselves up, I mean, caregiver burnout, it it hits 70% of family caregivers at some point. Really? And... You know, you're you're so tired and you're thinking what you need to do is do more for this other person or clean the house or whatever it is that's piling up the dishes in the sink. And really, a lot of it is you need to, you know, take some time out, even just 10 minutes a day right. and start, you know, giving that care back to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is, is that a time, time management, it's just hard to find even 10 minutes. But there's also this this belief that it's selfish, you know, that this person needs you um, to, you know, especially like in the case like my mother had Alzheimer's, the, the, when they're incapable of doing things for themselves, you know, you feel like you have to pick up that space. You need right, to right. do for them what they can't do for themselves. But, you know, skimping on your own self-care you really can't give from an empty tank i mean once you're you know once you're done you're done yeah and And, and, and we're almost done here i I hate to interrupt you but we have less than four minutes left so let me let me just ask you because i have a to-do list of questions to ask you and uh, only a few minutes no that's okay uh great information uh, now, as far as um, you, you have a 22-page comprehensive guide, which is a caregiver's master checklist. How can people get the book or the checklist if they go to the website? What is your website? Uh, my website is alexandrafree.com, and um, the master checklist is on there. You can just download it. It's free, and it's literally everything you will need to know, everything that I have been asked over the decade that I cared for my mother from, you know, 
like legal information you should have to even just knowing like your you know your loved one's doctor's names or the medication they're on or their uh-huh. blood type you know um and it really is it getting your ducks in a row is one of the easiest ways to not be stressed out having all of that information and getting it as soon as you possibly can rather than waiting for the perfect opportunity you know the perfect time to have the conversation sure. start yeah. checking off the list now Okay. Now, uh, also, I, before we had you on, I mentioned this on the air, and that is if you know someone who's currently caregiving, how about giving mm-hmm. them a gift for Christmas? Uh, and I was thinking to myself, maybe a, a massage or a gift certificate for a spa or something, something experiential or something that's going to reduce their stress rather than a material object. What, what is your view on that? Or oh, my opinion? God. A massage? I always I always vote massage. But <laughs> Right. You know, I mean, it, it obviously depends on the person. Yeah, of you know, course, some yes. people don't like massages. T- like, some yeah. people might love a Starbucks gift certificate. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know the person. Some... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I was going to say, you know, you have to tailor it to the individual, like you said. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, giving them something, know the person, even if it's just like, you know, hey, why don't I come and give you an hour? Like, I'll come oh, and yeah. I'll take over. Yes. You know, anything that is just for them to check out of their reality and just have some time because I mean, it is self-care doesn't have to be going to a spa. Self-care could be having an hour to walk in the woods and not have to worry. You know, self-care could be, I, you know, whatever, going to the movies. I mean, it's just time that is just about you and not about, worrying about, you know, this other person that you're caring for. And I think that's why self-care often people get, you know, overwhelmed by it because right. it doesn't have to be this grandiose trip to Maui. That would be lovely, you know, but it could be just small, taking 10 minutes, you know, taking a bubble bath every night. Mm-hmm. If, if the caregiver loves baths, give them bath salts. Sure. Give them something, you know, yeah. that... Or, or better yet, their- give them your book, From Zero to Zen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're down to the last minute, so give us your website one more time if people didn't get it the first time. Sure. It's www.alexandrafree.com. All right. Thank you so much, Alexandra, for being with us. And, uh, again, the book Zero to Zen, A Guide to Help You Thrive as a Caregiver. All right. That's it for the show. Join us again next week with Dr. Greg Hammer as we talk about seasonal affective disorder, the low light levels of winter affecting your health and well-being. Until then, I'm David Snow reminding you that it isn't how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.